Greetings, comma, dear listener. My wife is at the mall with Luna and a couple of her friends. Lennox is upstairs on Roblox and Fortnite and TikTok and Discord and Minecraft and Be Real. And so I'm here on a solo pod to tell you about the saga, the harrowing journey of one Ethan. That's not his real name. So Ethan came to us, uh, my job. He's my, spoiler alert, my former co-worker. Uh, so what had happened was, if you're just tuning in, uh, he vaped while on the job. He fell asleep while we were driving around uh, in a, a work van to where his head slumped over onto my shoulder. Put your head on my shoulder. And he fell asleep, woke up. Uh, he had a bad tooth. He fell asleep. Tooth came out while he was sleeping. He swallowed it while he was sleeping. He woke up and he was in pain and he ground up a Motrin IB pill and put that scoop, like uh, the way that. Uh, and that oop? The way that, uh, remember, Fun Dip and the sugar chalk stick thing uh, that you would lick and then put into a bag of colored sugar, and then yummy, yummy, yummy. Uh, His finger in this scenario is the piece of chalk, and he got a bunch of uh, ground-up Motrin IB on his finger, and then he put that finger into his gaping hole where his tooth used to be, which he just swallowed, to numb the pain. So there's a lot to go through here. Um, uh, It's just a fascinating character. Uh, I'm just going from my notes because putting it in any coherent slash slash chronological order would be a gargantuan undertaking. First up, he was messy. Uh, candy wrappers everywhere. He loved candy. He loved Twizzlers. Uh, hello, have you ever heard of Red Vines? They're like way better than Twizzlers. But candy wrappers everywhere. Paper strewn about it was like freaking the clark's rocking new year's eve in manhattan and there was tons of confetti around him at all times uh and and so there was so we're in a van we're in a work van and uh there was a can of grape crush that he drank and he put in the uh, cup holder and uh, i was like okay he's gonna throw it away he didn't throw it away and normally i would just take it and be like you're my coworker. You're my friend. And uh oh, Frankie Blue's here. Hi, Frankie Blue. And that oop. Okay, I fed the chunky boy. Uh, so I would normally throw this can of sodi pop away, but I thought, well, I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna see if he throws it away. Um, this is a measure, the measure of a man, and I want to see if he takes care of his responsibilities. No, it sat there for over 24 hours, at which point I was tired of staring at this gosh dang can of gosh dang grape crush. So I tossed it into the refuse. He cleaned his sunglasses with the musty napkin. So in our work bands, we have napkins that uh, from fast food places. I don't know where they came from, but they're uh, from somewhere. And they've been sitting in our disgusting work vans for years years i say and he cleaned his sunglasses with them he just picked one up 
off the floor and started and i was like dude napkins paper towels those have uh glass fibers in them that's not it's not smooth it's not a, it's like a lens cleaning cloth that you can get from dollar tree uh it's 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 gonna scratch up your fake carrera sunglasses he was abusive to our mail machine so uh we run mail uh pitney bows mail machines uh, that cost a lot of money but they're so, they're so error prone uh they crash they jam they're slow they rip paper uh it's, it's just they're 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 pain in the butt to deal with sometimes but when we have a legitimate problem we call pitney bows pitney bows sends a repairman his name is will with one l and he comes down and he repairs it uh, relatively quickly ethan for whatever reason, he took it upon himself to try to repair these machines. He would find tools, wrenches, hammers, screwdrivers, etc. And well, I'm in a warehouse. We're in a warehouse. So there, that stuff is around. Uh, and he would just go, go to town and start trying to repair it, start trying to fix it. And the man has uh, skill at the, in the automotive field. Um, and... Uh, mechanics and he's handy I, I can tell he's handy I, I can sense it uh he likes fixing things he likes diy he likes doing things to, uh, by himself on his own um and he and he has that uh, uncanny ability to fix things but the pitney bows machines are very very uh mechanical oh wait frankie blue's back and uh oop so what inevitably would happen is that he would try to <laughs> try to repair this machine that costs tens of thousands of dollars, uh, break it further, and then poor Will with one L had uh, an even more difficult task in front of him. Uh, shell station water. So I'm just going off my notes and a few these notes will trigger uh, thoughts, feelings, comments, and reflections. Shell station water. So uh we're on our lunch break and we're on our lunch break whatever it's a half hour um and then end of lunch break we head back to work we hop in the van and uh he, he says hey like right, right when we're leaving we're, we're we, we just leave uh work the, our job site and he goes hey can you stop by that shell station i need to buy some water and i'm like Dude, you had a half hour. It's it's literally across the street. You could have drove there. You could have walked there. We have water, good, clean, filtered water, arrowhead, sparklets, uh, that sort of thing at work. But we're back on the clock. And he's like, "Go, to, can you stop at that shell station? I need to buy some water. I was like, okay, dude. Uh, I, I guess uh, uh, I realized quickly um, our level of committedness to work and uh just uh, putting in an honest day's effort uh, opposite ends of the scale he slept so going back to when he fell asleep uh, and he swallowed his tooth he was on lunch so i guess technically you can sleep although he was in an office chair in our warehouse and it was quite the sight but he fell asleep all the gosh dang time anytime he was in a chair he'd fall asleep and then from a job we drive around um much to my mother's chagrin uh i drive around a lot for my jobby job uh him as a passenger 
he would always fall asleep to and fro, work between stops, just knock right out. Um, is he narcoleptic? I don't know. Uh, he gave an excuse to our boss uh, that his mom is sick, thus she's up at night, in the middle of the night, and he has to tend to her and take care of her. But uh, yeah, dude, uh, then maybe you should hop on whatever caregiving program the government uh, uh, offers and take care of her and earn money that way. This culminated, and it was Friday afternoon, it was 425, he was knocked out. And we're all standing around waiting for 430. Uh, that's when uh, the bird, someone pulls on the bird's tail, like in the Flintstones, and the bird goes, Rawr! and then we all uh, head out of the rock quarry to our Wilma. Oh, Carolyn is my Wilma. Oh. What, Frankie? You're so annoying. And a oop. And a oop. Carolyn is my Wilma Flintstone. Or is she my Betty Rubble? Anyways, um, so it's Friday. He's knocked out. 4.25. Waiting for 4.30. My boss walks in. He looks right at Ethan. And then he looks at all of us individually. And we just shrug our shoulders like, that's Ethan for you. And so he's five feet from Ethan standing. Ethan's in an office chair, knocked out. And he goes, Ethan. 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 Ethan stayed a slumber. And then uh, my coworker, Parrot. Yes, that's his real nickname. Can we all just move on? Parrot uh, just touches his shoulder, kind of pushes on his shoulder. Like, whoop, whoop. and Ethan wakes up. And it was just like, this is the beginning of the end. This is not good. And that oop. Why is he so sleepy? So what had happened was uh, he gets to work one day and he's tired. I could tell he's barely awake, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I'm like, why are you so tired, bro? And he says, oh, it's at Sky River at 4 a.m. And I was like, what? So Sky River is a, a casino in Elk Grove, California, about. 20 minutes from uh, Sacramento. And uh, I was like, you were at Sky River at 4 a.m.? And he said, yeah. Uh, my girl woke me up at 3.45 and said, do you want to go to Sky River? And I said, yes, only till 6. So he was there from 4 to 6. And then he went home, changed, and headed on to work. And I was like, okay, that is uh, behavior that is uh, doesn't coincide with Wanting to wanting to oppress people. This is he he is a new employee. And this is when you put in your most effort, when you kiss the most ass, when you go above and the mostest, beyondest. Uh so he's gambling at the casino for a couple hours on a Wednesday morning. And uh and he's just telling me about it, and he's like, Yeah, um, my girl just wants some money. Uh, th this is why they went to the casino. And I'm like, okay, do tell, go on. And he said uh, his lady was in a grocery store. And like how they have the top shelf and they stack some stuff on there. This particular grocery store stacked too much stuff on there. It was uh, really high, I guess. And something fell down on her, like a box of rice or whatever. And 
she was fine, but she was offered compensation to not sue, to not fake an injury, I guess, uh, to not take him uh, to court. So a few months back and forth with her lawyer, with their lawyer, she got eight G's, bro. She got 8,000 bucks for a box of rice to fall on her shoulder. And, uh, oh, and Ethan didn't say uh, 8,000 bucks. He said she got eight racks. That's rapper speak. Uh, and then, uh, oh, the next night, so it was Wednesday night, or I guess technically Thursday morning. And then Thursday night was, uh, comes and goes. And Friday morning, um, again, he's super tired. And he's like, oh, yeah, I was at my friend's and I didn't go home. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I was at my friend's and we were hanging out, playing video games and drinking. And I just didn't go home. And I was like, okay, I guess I guess that's what you do. And he enjoys going to Sky River, which is fine, I guess. Uh, but he was telling me that a few months ago, him and his lady won a few hundred dollars. Right. And instead of cashing out, they were talking about it and uh, they were like, well, what are we going to do? We want a few hundred dollars. We're just going to go home and be bored with a few hundred dollars. So let's just stay and continue to gamble. And it vamoosh evaporated. Money went back into the gambling den, the gambling hall, uh, as as it always does. Um, and so, yeah, I, I would have been like, give me, give me several hundred dollars. I'm going home. Might take you out to a nice dinner, honey bunny. Uh, but I, I would not continue to gamble if I was up, uh, several hundred dollars. Uh, his lady did bring him a five piece KFC meal, a five piece meal from K Kentucky Fried Chicken, which... My wife's never done that for me. Um, so my job is mail. We go to stops. We pick up mail. Um, and uh, one stop, he, he wouldn't walk with me to. Like it was 50 feet away and I was walking. I turn around. Ethan's still back 50 feet behind me and he's just standing there. And I'm like, at what point do I, should I say something? Should I intervene? Should I, but I'm not his boss. And Yes, I'm in, I'm doing dirt in the trenches with this gentleman, but I was like, whatever. I, I knew that his time was ticking. I, I knew the countdown was on, speaking of New Year's Eve, um, but it was just, I would come home uh, and I would just flow, like, I would just vent to my wife about everything I had witnessed from Ethan that day and it would just blow my mind that this guy got hired that he is blow he he's screwing up a good job for decent dough uh you start low but uh it goes up uh with tenure and he's just completely screwing the pooch and he's 38 he's 38 and he is a 22 year old don't ask or do um but uh he, he's 38 and if he hasn't learned that uh, when you get a good opportunity, you run with it. If he, haven't, if he hasn't learned that at 38, I don't know when he's going to learn it. Uh, he would take long ass breaks. So just like every job, eight hours, you get uh, 
we, we get a half hour lunch, you may get an hour or whatever, uh, but you get two 15 minute breaks. He would take 20, 25 minute breaks, 50 minute breaks. He, we, I'd be like, okay, uh, Ethan, it's break time. I'll see you in 15 or go, uh, go have a snack or whatever. Uh, you got, it's break time. And he would just disappear and I wouldn't see him for 30, 45 plus minutes. And one time he was on a super long break and I walk in the bathroom and he's got clippers. He's fading his hair like he's giving himself a haircut in our bathroom, which is fine. If you can, uh, if you're talented enough to do that within 15 minutes or on your lunch break, I guess, uh, beauty school dropout anyone. Uh, another thing, speaking of the bathroom, uh, he would go to the bathroom, okay, whatever, and he would come back, and he would still be putting on his belt, like, and it's 200 steps, I know, because I'm really into getting steps um, for cardio and heart and all that stuff, it's 200 steps from the bathroom to our work area, and he would take 200 steps and still be struggling to put on his belt. Well, you know what? Now that I think about it, he was trying to walk and chew at the same time. Or he was trying to rub his stomach and pat the top of his head at the same time. He was trying to walk back to our uh, our work area and put on his belt at the same time. That's really difficult. I don't think uh, even David Copperfield could do that. He was always on the phone. He was always on the phone talking to one of his friends and these guys who are always on the phone what else what are they doing when they're not on the phone they're charging their gosh dang phone because their phone is always low because they're always on the stupid phone he was always talking to his friend he was watching videos uh he watched a video of tyrese talking about his divorce which uh tyrese said that his prenup was so airtight that his ex-wife's lawyer said, I wish I had a prenup like yours. Ooh. But uh, yeah, always on the phone or always charging phone. Xavier. So we're downtown Sacramento. We're about a half a block from jail, uh, the Sacramento main jail. And, uh, and we're in a van. We're just sitting at a stoplight. And he goes, hey, Xavier. I was like, huh? And he goes, hey, Xavier, how's it going? Xavier said something. I don't know. Xavier kept walking. Okay. So they saw each other and then he goes, man, you know, you can't visit, you can't be near a jail without seeing one of your friends. And I was like, what? I, 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 I've never seen a friend near any jail. And Xavier was headed towards that jail. I'm not sure as an inmate, uh, probably to visit someone, but, uh, I was just like, uh, yeah, dude, I see friends down the street from the jail. I see friends on the way to the jail all the time. Not. So we have a uniform. Uh, it's burgundy slash maroon, whatever, uh, shirt. And when you're new, it takes a few weeks uh, for Aramark, the uniform company, to get you your get you your uniform with the name tag and all that, your proper size. It takes a few weeks. So what we all do is uh first few weeks we uh, there's a, a few spare uniform shirts uh that we wear and uh they're triple xl so they're quite large but you wear them because you you want a uniform you need a uniform and you don't have a uniform yet 
So Ethan uh, takes it upon himself. He has a shirt that color, a, a polo, a, po- a long sleeve polo shirt of uh, maroon slash burgundy. Okay, cool. And uh, he's again, he's talented. He can sew. So one morning, he's like, "I'm gonna take the name tag from this shirt and put it on my maroon polo." I was like, okay. Uh, But in order to do that, he was wearing that shirt. And so in order to do that, he took that shirt off and he was wearing a tank top. Uh, Some may call it a wife beater. I am uncomfortable with that terminology. Let's call it a wife bee, but uh, a a tank top, an undershirt, if you will. So, and, and it took him an hour and a half to sew this patch, uh, one patch with the name and one patch with uh, our, our company on it. It took him an hour and a half to sew these things. So I'm driving around with Ethan in my passenger um, seat, passenger side of a van. And he's in a wife bee. And it is not professional at all, as you can imagine. And I was like, what the heck, dude? Like, I thought he would be able to put it together in 15, 20 minutes. Um, but our first mail stop, he was like getting ready to, to get out of the van with me. And I was like, dude, you're good. You're good. That, that, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, and then an hour and a half later, <laughs> we still were we were finishing up. Uh, with our uh, morning uh, route, and he was still sewing, and I was like, wow, I'm driving around with a young man in a wife beater. It it does not present a good image, okay? We wear uniforms for a reason. Uh, there's some sort you want to present yourself. It's a business. You want to present yourself in the best uh, picture possible, and yeah, so I was like, this is something sometimes uh so we have uh, like a sales like a retail part of uh of my job where people come in and buy stuff and uh we had a car engine for sale and so we're walking through there and this is with my boss by the way we're walking through there with my boss and he sees the car engine and it's for for sale for $400 and he goes Hey man, you can get $600 on the street for that. And I was like, why would you quote? What? Why would you say that? Like, okay, that's great. But you're not putting your best foot forward. Ethan, back to sleeping. He ran into walls twice. So the first time uh, I was with him and he was tired or he was sleeping or he was sleepwalking or he was just out of it, whatever. But bam, he walked right into the wall. (laughs) I was like, bro, are you okay? And then the second time uh, he was uh, staring at his phone, watching whatever he was watching. And bam, he smacked right into the wall. But his face, it was his face that smacked in the wall. Like... Uh, that was the door. <laughs> that was the wind. The wind, uh, he, his head smacked into the wall right at his temple, like right where his eye is. And he started bleeding from there. And so he had to like dress his wound and that was a whole deal. And I was like, dude, there, there's a lot of walking in my job. Uh, you have to be alert and you have to be quick. Maybe this isn't the best situation for you, Ethan. He snitched. So 
again, we run mail, he found four envelopes, four pieces of mail that didn't have postage on them. Uh, he found them uh, when he was sweeping uh, our, our mail room. Found them in a corner up against the wall. We missed them. We, we lost track. I mean, things happen. Things fall, fall down. Uh, things slip. Uh, and uh, we, we, we don't always have an eagle eye. We miss things. Okay, we're not perfect. Okay, I am. Um, but he found four envelopes uh, that didn't have postage on them. So instead of coming to me or one of my fellow co-workers and saying, hey, I found these four envelopes, I'd have been like, okay. Because I don't know if they're from today. I don't know if they're from yesterday. I don't know if they're from eight years ago. But I don't care. I would have just threw them in the Pitney's Bowes machine, get some postage, some indicia on that mofo, and good to go. Whatever. Who cares? But he went to our superior and said, I found four envelopes. He snitched. He snitched, bro. Why would you do that? Why Why wouldn't you just run the mail yourself or come to me or one of... Uh, your, your new co-worker and say, I found these. Okay. It, it doesn't need to get to that level of superior. It doesn't need to get to a manager. It doesn't need to get, not get to our boss, but it did. And so we had this whole meeting of, we need to be more careful when running mail. We run tens of thousands of pieces of mail per day, per day. And this idiot, I love you, Ethan. Okay. I don't, you're a good person, but this brew, finds four pieces of mail. So he should have come to me. And then since he went to our superior, our superior should have been like, okay. And given it back to him or given it to me and said, hey, run this mail real quick. No problem. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. So Ethan overreacted. My boss overreacted. We had to have a homie. It was like, oh, we need to... Be more careful and pay attention. And uh, it's four pieces of mail. Four pieces of mail. He snitched. You dirty rat. Why? Why the his seven weeks in my job? I was just like, why did God do this to me? Why did He choose me? He chose me because He knew I could handle it, and handle it I did. By the way, the next day I found an envelope that didn't have postage on it, where he was working. And you know what? I ran the mail. And it was all good in the hood. And that's it. I didn't notify him. I didn't stitch on him. I didn't tell uh, my boss. I was just like, whatever. Because I knew his time was up. I knew uh, his. I knew uh, the verdict was coming in and he was going to be guilty on all charges. See ya. Uh, so I was like, I'm not going to He's different. He's built different than uh, my current four co-workers who I love, I adore. We all get along. We love to joke. But in the end, we work our asses off. And we all know we're working our asses off. And that is so important when it comes to a team. Like I know Matt slash Richard slash Parrot slash me. We all know we're working as hard as possible, as quickly as possible to accomplish each day's task, essentially to run a buttload of mail and get it out to the post office. Uh, we have a mail lady who comes 
comes and grabs it. Her name is Temple, by the way. Uh, and that, and that's, there's no greater feeling than just knowing we're all working towards a common goal each and every day. And we're working as quickly as possible. Um, there's no bad actors in our tiny group until, until Ethan arrived. That is, he, he's one of these guys who it's constant chaos with him. So when he was on the phone, talking to his friend, talking to his lady, always drama, always drama, always gossiping, always arguing, always talking smack about other people. Um, and he, he just thrives off this. Why? It's like the Homer quote. Why, why do the things that happen to stu stupid people keep happening to me? You're your own worst enemy, bro. Um, I know personally someone who is like this. He, he just can't pull it together. I won't name them here, but uh, Liz Fisher, you know who I'm talking about. Okay. I'll tell you on the Patreon feed. I, I don't understand this lifestyle. At 2 a.m., I wake up to go pee. And this is when I load up our coffee machine for uh, set to go off at 530 a.m. So this is when I grab a coffee filter and I scoop, uh, depending on what day of the week it is, sometimes six cups of grounds in there, sometimes 10. But I know Lennox is snoozing away. I know Luna's snoozing away. Frankie, he might have the zoomies, but he might be snoozing away. And uh, my wife, Carolyn, is snoozing away. And it just brings me such peace and satisfaction uh, to have this calmness in my life. This just, it's, it's all here. I'm content. And I, I love it. I love my 2 a.m. It means the world to me just to know that everyone's home and safe and having a lovely night's sleep, except for Frankie Blue. Um, and I, I appreciate that very much in my life. And Ethan does not have that in his life. And I just can't understand why you wouldn't work towards that, why you would be in constant uh, upheaval in, in your life. I, I don't I don't get it. He's 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 built different, as the kids say. His interview. What the hell happened in his interview? You put me in a room with Ethan, ten seconds. I would have been like, no, 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 bueno. He is not a good employee. The current iteration of Ethan. Uh, I I I could instantly tell. Um, and. So he, but he did interview, and I don't want to mention names, but the people he interviewed with, he passed their smell test, and I was like, no, I, what kind of interview? Well, did you have your spidey sense up? I, I want to be on the interview process. I, 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 I can detect good, where a good person is. I can detect good person is. I can clock you in 20 seconds did i say 10 earlier whichever one makes more sense is more realistic um i can tell if you'll be a good coworker, such if a good person hard worker uh a good person for employee morale uh you chat you, you laugh you talk about your weekend 
Um, but in the end, you're working hard on each other's behalf. Let me in on the interview process. I can do this. Our boss is so lucky to have us four, Parrot, Matt, Richard, myself, because as I mentioned, we work our butts off. We get there 7.30. We, we start at 8. Technically, we start at 8. We get there 7.30, 7.35, 7.40, We're there super early every single day. And when 8 o'clock comes, we start busting our ass. And our boss is so gosh dang lucky to have us. And he should realize that. So the final incident uh he he was he he got to he got to work late right a couple minutes late not too bad okay whatever so we start our route i'm like so uh ethan why are you late and he goes oh someone took someone put soda in my gas tank and i was like what and I, I said do you have mortal enemies are you a villain from a comic book superhero movie or is this uh TikTok YouTube prank. We put soda in this guy's gas tank and we're going to film him trying to start it in the morning. Uh, so we're talking more about it. And then he hops on the phone. He he's telling his friend about it. And so I get more details. His woman, she of eight racks, put code red, the Mountain Dew code red, into his car's gas tank. And then to get back at her, he put plywood on his front and back door. He nailed uh, long strips of plywood so she couldn't get in his house when he wasn't there. What the hell kind of relationship is this? Again, constant chaos. I was like, what the hell, Ethan? Liz Fisher, do you know any nice Mormon gals for Ethan? Because I think he could use one. Um, so this leads to him watching YouTube. Oh, another thing is he doesn't have Bluetooth headphones. He doesn't have wired headphones. So whenever he's watching YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I hear everything, which is just lovely, by the way. Um, so he begins watching, uh, how to clean out your fuel injection videos. And I can tell he's talking to me about it. He's watching these videos. I can tell he knows what he's doing and he can fix it. Uh, but I was like, why? Code red, nailed down front and back doors. Weird. And these phone conversations, lots of cursing, tons of cursing. Now, I don't mind cursing. I do it every once in a while. Uh, but at work, you want to keep it on the low, low. And if you're just beginning and you're, uh, it's during six months probation, probationary period, keep it to a minimum, maybe. And he was super insulting to his lady when he was talking to his friends about his lady, talking about her on drugs and guys she slept with. And it was just on and on. And I would hear one side of this conversation and I was like, geez, Louise, what the heck, Ethan? He lasted seven weeks, seven weeks, my friends, uh, which breaks my heart because at six months in, he would have gotten Delta Dental. That was one of his <laughs> main purposes. He was always asking me about uh, Delta Dental, um, uh, dental insurance for his missing tooth. And I, I was trying to answer his questions, but I was like, uh, yes, no, I don't know. Maybe 
Google it. Google it. Um, seven weeks. He lasted seven weeks. And my boss was just like, I wasn't there. He took him out back and shook his hand and said, uh, you, you're not the, you're not the droid we been looking for. Um, yeah, he lasted seven weeks and it's a rip. Um, but dude, he, he deserved it. And these seven weeks on my end, I was just like, it was, it couldn't come soon enough because I was training him. I was personally responsible, responsible for his, uh, con conduct at work. But thankfully, thankfully, I trained uh, Parrot, I trained Matt, I trained Richard, um, I trained another gentleman who's no longer with us. Uh, he went to a better job. Uh, so, and Parrot, Richard, Matt, Hallmark employees, standout employees, outstanding employees. So, if, if Ethan was the first guy that I had to train, wouldn't have reflected well on me, but I, I put, I had the record to prove it. I had receipts. I said, look at the other uh, four gentlemen I trained. Um, it's not me. It's him. Uh, so yeah, Ethan, good luck to you. I hope you come around and realize when you have an opportunity, when you have it good and to pull it together. Um, but that's, that's, that's him. The season finale, the series finale of Ethan. It's it's over. The show's over. El fin.